stuck Thinking about how I'ma finish up When there's really no limit to how much I don't give a fuck Out of time, out of line, I'm out of limelight But a love, I'm only doing it just because With a little sense of humor to loosen, but who's the judge? Ruining my groove, moving it past the dust host goes on to announce that there's comedy starting in the next five minutes and someone just goes oh no <laughs> madhouse has a tough crowd sometimes they have a real crowd that's why i think that stage is so valuable the main stage because the brick room can lie to you the crowd mentality is different in that room as opposed to the main stage because that room isn't perfect for comedy in the in the way that like American Comedy Company is one of the most perfect rooms. The stage is in the corner. Everybody's facing you. It's dark. You don't have cell phone service down there, too. That's true, too. That's such a good point. And low ceilings. The physical setup of the club is really great. But also, yeah, and the crowds that they tend to pull, they came out for comedy. People do come out for comedy at Madhouse, but they also just are walking by, and they're very honest. If you can get things working on that main stage, it's really good material. That was initially like my first open mic, but then I got there at like seven and the host said that there was another show going on. And I was like, well, I'm not going to drive all the way back home. So I made friends with Roland and Roland took me to the Grand. So that was my first official open mic. How long ago was that? I was like a month ago. That's so cool. I'm really not in it that much longer than you. It's really cool to see the people starting. That new girl moved here from Africa. I saw that you're doing like shows. Yes. Which yeah. Which is fucking awesome the best way to get booked is to keep showing up. There will be people that produce shows sitting in the club going, oh, I need to fill this date, looking around them going like, hey, are you free on this date? That type of thing happens all the time. The bookings will come for sure. Also, I've loved watching you up there. So oh, I don't think you. that it's I love watching off. you. I love it when you oh. host. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you create such a good like atmosphere. I try. You're not there as a comedian. You're there as like an MC. You like do a good job at making everybody feel welcome. There's a lot of hosts that kind of shit on the yeah, yeah the comedians that that go up. You got my name right and everything, which seems yeah. to be really really difficult. How do you spell your name again, Caddy? It's Katie. C A D Y. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Caddy. You're in front of like a lot of people. There's more expectation. So you're going to stick to what you know works. But like at a really crappy bar mic where there's three people in the audience, you just reach this level of like not caring. And I think you learn a lot about what depths you can reach to make five people laugh. For sure. I think that most of my fucks are not like I don't care that much anymore about most things. I used to be a stripper and I think that was way more scary than open mics. The only thing that makes me like forget is when I'm exhausted. Yeah, if you've already been up on stage and like you were exposing yourself in a different way, it's also like a very vulnerable space to be. So hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. What do you do now? I'm unemployed. I'm so bad at everything. I hear you. I fucking hate working. The lie that they feed you, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, you'll be poor too. That book was written by a bunch of stupid girls who make up rumors because they're bored with their own lame lives. I keep getting fired over bullshit. Like what? My last job, I worked at a nursing home. I don't know how the fuck I got this job. I've never worked in healthcare and I've never been in like a business development position. And my job was to go out to the hospitals, try to get people to come to our facility. But they closed down the hospitals, so I couldn't go market there. 
And I was just kind of walking around the building. One of the patients said she was in pain. She was like, they changed the medication routine from every six hours to every eight hours. So I asked the head nurse and the nurse was like, oh, the doctor changed the medication. I reached out to the doctor. He had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. And he was like, well, what's the medication name? So I go back to the nurse with the doctor on the phone. Long story short, we figured out she was lying. And she said that I was trying to make the facility look bad. What? An evil takes a human form in Regina George. I'll be fooled, because she may seem like your typical selfish, backstabbing, slut-faced hoe-bag. Starbucks, I got fired over like a joke that I posted on the internet had nothing to do with Starbucks. The joke was good, and that's the bottom line. But (laughs) I had gone up to corporate, I reached out to all these people, and the one guy who got back to me was VP of Global Innovation. So I went up to Seattle, self-funded, stayed at a hostel, basically gave him all these fucking ideas. You stole my ideas and sent me back to the store and I got fired. Wow. What a scumbag. There's like some, it just makes me not trust humanity. I have a minor in organizational leadership. This doesn't even apply. Yeah. Do you mind sharing the joke? There was a Me Too chain post on Facebook and it said, if you've ever been a victim of sexual harassment, copy and paste this post, hashtag Me Too. So I I copy and pasted it and I wrote Me Too. I enjoyed it. Side note here. I have a recording from 2017 when I got fired. I'm going to share it with you. It's like I knew I was going to have a podcast one day. So I recently got fired from my role as a barista at Starbucks. Um, I got fired over an offensive joke that I had posted on social media. A lot of people found that joke really offensive. But on the other hand, I did get a lot of laughs. I just have a really hard time deciding whether the joke was not funny at all or if it was too funny. Situation just kind of sucks because I was with the company for two and a half years, longer than any romantic partnership that I've been involved in. And I feel a lot of rejection. You know, I did a lot for that company. I chased a ton of homeless people out of the bathroom whenever they wanted me to do that. But I really liked working for the company, and I liked the perks that they offered to their partners. I also liked being called a partner. That's like a PDA thing that I never really got to experience being the other woman. Um, But looking back, I see a lot of opportunities that I really took for granted. I attempted to maintain such a high level of professionalism as a Starbucks barista and I refrained from my natural tendency to blurt things out without like a thorough inspection of what I'm going to say before I say it. I recall some of the times that I would refrain from voicing my perspective on ironic situations in the work environment like The Mexicans seem to always be assigned a cleaning task. Also, the gays seem to always be making frappuccinos while throwing glitter in my eyes. There's one thing, though, that I could take away from all of this. It would probably be to always work hard, but to never take anything too seriously.
They tried to take away my unemployment. I had to go present this in front of a judge. And he was like, what does this have to do with the company? You should be able to joke about whatever you want to joke about. And it shouldn't affect your work. There's no Starbucks customer that saw that. Oh, I oh, know. No. I guess there was. Oh, there like, was. It, it went like pretty, like it Viral? got a lot of, yeah. Oh, dude. That's awesome. I mean, that's really funny. I'm sorry. I took that- it down <laughs> though before I got fired. So I'm mad uh, that I took it down. Damn, damn, damn. You know, like, there's, like, shows and stuff where it's, like... Not intended for pussies or liberals. Listener discretion is advised. Should be the same in a workplace. It's not that I don't want women to be validated who have been abused. It's just the fact that the media only pays attention to people who have been abused who are rich. That's what bothers me. Mm. If you get sexually assaulted by somebody who's not a celebrity, like, it's not going to make headlines. So you're saying choose your sexual assault partner carefully if you have to blow someone make sure it's a celebrity or else you're just fucking yourself just don't do it promise epstein like documentary about one of the victims and she was like well he gave me 200 dollars, so i kept doing it that's prostitution that is funny that once it reaches a certain do you think it's that he's famous or that there are so many women it's probably both and then the fact that he was able to do it for so long without anybody saying anything because of his status yeah It's just so much easier to take advantage of somebody who is younger and hasn't, I don't know, fully developed. You turn 18 and all of a sudden you're... I feel the same way about like, my parents are very upset that I don't want children. And it's just so funny to me because I grew up with the stereotypical dad with shotgun type thing when I brought over boys and it was very much so like, don't touch my daughter. And then for me to be like, hey, I don't want kids. I I was like 22 when I said that. And they're like, you know, that's how kids are made. They're like, what? And it's (laughs) like, okay, so at some point... Something in your brain was like, I do want people to come inside of my daughter. Not only does he want them to come inside of me, but he wants it to go to fruition. So funny. Jeffrey Epstein in that whole, yeah. And then rich people versus poor people, like the assaults and the consequences of that. Maybe because it's more entertaining. I mean, it is more entertaining, isn't it? Well, the media pays attention to drama, somebody's like scandal. It's It's sickening to think that, but it is like a form of entertainment. Oh, absolutely. And I just published an episode that was like me screaming to myself in my car on the way home from the comedy club. That one did great. Better than my last one that I spent days editing. Maybe it makes them feel better about themselves. I don't fucking know. I don't get it. But I'm I'm glad I could be a source of entertainment. Glad my mental illness can help you. My dad came out of the closet a couple years ago and I lived with him for six months and I brought a dude over. My dad had a dude over who was younger than me and they were both I fucking the shit out of this guy that I brought over and he told me that he felt uncomfortable and I was like, well, I do too. It's like one of those movies where you bring back a sacrifice to the den. Pretending like nothing was wrong turned out to be surprisingly easy. You guys can have them. You're definitely the honeypot. At least you're the desirable one. Like, I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, well, if it makes you feel better, I always feel uncomfortable. The parent dating someone who's younger than you phenomena is always a weird one for me. My dad was engaged to somebody who was younger than me. And I guess like, I don't know, if you're 
you're 30. Everyone's I, younger than you. I'm 27 right? and I don't want to date me. You're almost 30. On my way. Yeah. I'm in, your way. I'm in the later half of the 20s, so I'm not completely insufferable to be around. But even now, hanging out with people who are 24 years old, they have so little understanding of the world. I don't think my father, the inventor of toaster strudel, would be too pleased to hear about this. Do you like crispy bacon or fatty bacon? I don't really like bacon, which is weird. What don't you like about bacon? It's greasy and it's salty and I can get potato chips if I really need that. What about Um, you? I like fatty bacon. The other day I said that to somebody and they're like, what is fatty bacon? When you don't like- Not the crispy kind. Yeah. If I'm going to have a strip of bacon, I don't want bacon bit. Miss Norbury had us confront each other directly about the things that were bothering us. Millennial-owned restaurants- why can't they fucking spell the name? It's always like some weird word. I drove past one the other day that was named Crumble, and I guess it's a bakery. But they just like dropped the E at the end, Crumble with the L. They're like stuck up bitches. And <laughs> like, you know what? The E is just too much. I assume that they have muffins that cost $6, and I hate an establishment like that. Yeah, they have a lot of donut places like that. I don't like donuts. Well, I'm gluten intolerant, so I'll always do like super easy uh, New Year's resolutions, like no donuts, because I'm not going to eat donuts regardless. Anything that makes me feel actively worse yeah. 30 minutes later is something Which is I everything if you're me. Mother! I went to the zoo recently. Who the fuck decides to put a zoo in the middle of a city? They have these like, nets. Dude, there are like cheetahs in there. Yeah. I don't think that there's any danger of it happening because of animals doing something to get out. But if somebody wanted to target our city, the zoo would be a great target. A lot of people there. Sorry, I'm just like giving advice to like, if you want some hot tips on city. Yeah, you want to make a statement. Yes. <laughs> Who the fuck would ensure that? It's in the middle of a densely populated city. That's crazy. Yeah. It seems like it was kind of built in there from the beginning of Balboa Park. This is a fun fact. Balboa Park is bigger than Central Park in New York City. But yeah, I guess like putting a zoo right there. There are fucking lions. A lot of cities have zoos right in the middle of them. So there must be some zoo insurer out there that's just willing to take the hit. It was weird going there because they tell people, oh, we're rehabilitating these animals. I don't think it works like that. They get used to eating food that's dead. You can't just throw them back in the wild. Most of those animals are never going to be reintroduced. The one thing I will say about the San Diego Zoo is they also have the San Diego Safari Park. The reason I went to the zoo is because I can't see anything. If I go to the Safari Park, I'll (laughs) be looking at like a bush. and (laughs) It's kind of sad because of your eyesight. You need animals to be in less humane circumstances. Yeah, so I support the business that I can see them. You're part of the problem. The manufacturing error, we can blame my parents for. Oh, yeah. On the floors of Tokyo.